If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the friend zone. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. Let's start the show. I'm in the zone. friend zone we want you to put down your phone and turn up your headphones or the radio at your computer though don't you slam the door when you come in cause we got a jam and we do it again with the friends at the friend zone dustin pick up the phone tell them about the song you know i like to let the beat rock i like to let it really feel it you when it's time, you know it's time. It's time. Uh, so I open the door and then I jump right in. Huh, my name is Dustin Ross. And first off, I want to begin by saying I'm not playing with none of you hoes in controls of what I do and what I expose and what I handle, of course. It's always professional. It's always on another level. It's always hypersexual. It's extra terrestrial. I'm an alien type, not your friend. I'm a nigga that will be your man and fight your man and suck your man and baby We'll do it again Cause I am a repeat type of brother I ain't never been like no other I rap faster so whatever I done heard your mother's druthers Stop making sense Stop talking then Get back to the point Smoke it like it's a joint It's the friend zone Word Ooh that one has some like old school feels in it In these streets Word to Biggie Smalls baby baby I had to let you know I was feeling a little total when I was like Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know if I was hitting it right, but I was hitting it, okay? Kima, Keisha, and Pam. Okay. Oh, shit, goddamn. I don't know. That just made me think of the young jock memes. Oh, when oh. he had his hair like Anita Baker. Oh, my God. <laughs> Young Jock hair was done. Can baby. I just say I do not like that Lala scissor hands girl, but her <laughs> meme video for that shit you was so her funny. There are some videos she of hers. Is hysterical I, to me. You know, I will give it to her if I meet her in the streets. I hope that we can have like a freestyle battle because she does she do her little twerk, Monday motivation the songs. Olympics. Yeah, I seen that <laughs> shit. But her young her jock video was funny as hell when it was Stevie and Jock. <laughs> he's like, mm. he's like, you use my relaxer? No, that shit ain't funny. <laughs> and I was like, just dying. I was like, yeah, he used a relaxer, girl. He got you. <laughs> young Jock do look like he sleep on his hands now. Oh. <laughs> he do. He don't take showers because the steam will fuck your hair up. So you take a bath with the fan next to the chair. <laughs> You know how what? girls keep their hair done? Oh yeah. My God, I 
don't think when well, girls get their hair, when girls get their hair done, they don't want to mess it up. They don't get in the shower. Oh, wait, no. They just take a bath and put a fan next to the bath so they don't never get like steamy. Yeah, <laughs> bring that fan in. Here. Yeah, yeah. That hair stay up for the week though till you go into Ooh. the beauty shop. I'm telling you. <laughs> Welcome to the Friend Zone, everybody. Your weekly show where we look into all things mental health, mental wellness, mental hygiene. Because who in the hell wants a mustard brain? That's something you can never explain. <laughs> Sincerely, Jane. <laughs> ooh, Janelle ooh, ooh, ooh. Monet, crazy ass, moving around fast all the time. Like she got Parkinson's and shit. Always moving around. Janelle Monet ass, boot Shout camp, out. space camp ass. Janelle Monet okay. ass, Shout tuxedo neck ass. Janelle Monet ass. Give it to her. I know you got another one. No, I'm going to be nice. I like are you going to be music. nice? Yeah, I love her music. No, we didn't catch her at Afropunk, right? Caught the tail end of Cindy right. Mayweather tearing it up. Wait, but I will Sango. say, when she threw her... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Damn it. Shout out to Afropunk being awesome as hell. First but of all. I was mad as fuck <laughs> that I was waiting for Sango to perform as he's up there DJing his and ass we off. See. We up there dancing and shit like, when did Sango go perform? And like, I said, I said to you, you I was like... I think that's him, the DJ. He was I was like, like no, nah, that's not him. You know, he ain't performing. Come out. I'm like, I think that's, look, I think it's the DJ. And then, meanwhile, an hour and a half. <laughs> an hour and a half, look, three broken bones later. You know shit, what I'm saying? I was about to say, I was like four joints later, like still, st- still standing. I felt like, like they had did me like that hoe in misery when she put the block of wood in between his ankles <laughs> and bust his ankles with that sledgehammer <laughs> on the side. That's how I felt after I went home. Fuck. I was fucked up. Oh, my God. I'm just today getting over my pain, the pain in my feet. <laughs> we literally were standing for Festival hours. But it was the best pain ever. It was awesome. Shout out to our friends at Afropunk. Yes. Um, Cecilia, I believe was her Cecily. name. Cecily. Cecily. Yes. She was such a sweetheart. Thank Bomb. you, Cecily, com. for um, doing a great job at coordinating everything efficiently for the Loudspeakers Network. The Loudspeakers Lounge was all of that. Thank you for everyone that came by the Loudspeakers Lounge. It was yes, awesome to see everybody. Yes, and Sunday. Yes, yep. both days y'all showed up and y'all showed out for us. I love the the stringing picture wall, too. That was so cool. That everybody that cool. used the hashtag, we printed their picture out and then strung it. Yeah. Um, held it with clothespins on a string. <laughs> I think there were clothespins. In my mind, they're clothespins. In my <laughs> I think there were clothespins. I think we mind. held them with clothespins on a string, so it was really festival-esque. It was just a really, really cool feel. Bomb. So we'll see y'all hoes next year at <laughs> Afropunk. You know what I'm saying? And and I was prepared for day two. Day one, I had to leave earlier because I had a previous engagement, which we'll talk about later. But I actually, day two, I stayed all day, and I was prepared. I brought paper towel to day two. Okay, he brought, he brought a kit. He brought wipes. a kit for us. I brought paper towel. I brought baby wipes. Chargers. Yeah, I had phone chargers. Gum. We had uh-huh. gum. We had everything. We Everything that we needed. <laughs> Every, all of <laughs> it. The, all of the things. Oh, but, at the ooh, but just to hustle backwards real real quick, I hate to be so black. Thank you uh, for Cecily for them watermelon waters. Thank you! Because them, so them watermelon <laughs> drinks was popping. We killed okay? that cooler. Oh, my God. There was the regular watermelon one and the watermelon lemonade one. The watermelon original one is bomb. I'm going to just say it. Like, you don't even need the lemonade, but it was still good. You know, Beyonce. Okay. <laughs> so good. Dope. So Afropunk was amazing. It was, it was so lit. nice meeting everybody that listens to the show. Shout out to everybody we met and took a picture with. We were so happy to be there and do that. So, like I said, we'll see y'all last next year. August as a whole was amazing because we didn't get to awesome. talk about the live show. August. Ooh, ooh. 
It was our first episode back since the live show. Awesome that was August. incredible. Oh, what a feel. What a feeling. Okay. <laughs> y'all just can't get enough of us at the friend zone now. Y'all came and, and showed up and showed so much love at the live show. We got to see y'all at the Last Speakers Network Lounge. You know, who knows where you guys are going to see us next? Hopefully on your TV screen. Somebody Ooh. listen to make that happen. That live show, <laughs> just though, it to dial back, that was just such an amazing experience to see all those people who were familiar mm-hmm. with the Friend Zone and to hear the testimonies that people were giving, like, you know, you helped us with this or that. And for us to know that we were connecting, that was great. Yeah. I just felt so good. And even though I sound stuffy this week because my allergies are acting like they Republicans, <laughs> you know, <laughs> But I still feel mean what I said. It was heartfelt. No, okay. it was amazing. The turnout, all the influencers. Mm-hmm. Shout out to DeRay and Netta. Oh, my God, yes. Cheska and Maya, Cipriana, yes. Claude Kelly and Chuck, yes. who made our theme song. XD and J. Jesse Boykins, who gave us a snippet of his new Earth Girl single, which Off actually dropped today on Spotify. Hey. So definitely check hey. that out. From the new project, Bartholomew. Hey. Hey. And back to the live show. We are so thankful and we're so ready. We actually have our planning meeting in the couple of days to you know figure out the next city so we'll have more details about that for you guys soon so if you're trying to book us before the rate go up okay you know where to find us the friends <laughs> on the loudspeakers network.com okay because you're gonna pay on the back end you're gonna pay on the okay. front end but your ass gonna pay <laughs> one way or another that goes with everything in life you know what i'm saying you're gonna pay on the back end or you're gonna pay on the front end but your ass gonna pay one way or another so Woo. You better learn your keep. Okay. <laughs> Not I mean, earn. Learn, learn your keep. Hello? Asante, I keep looking at that box to the left of me, and it resembles an incense holder. So really quick, I have a really funny story about incense, right? So I was over my friend Jade. Shout out to Jade of all, day, of all Jades from the Jade hey. and XD podcast, which is all it's ever been called to me. <laughs> but uh, I mean, which is all uh, it's ever really been. Um, anyway, I was over at Jade's house. We were having such a good time, and <laughs> we were watching. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> me and Jade were watching what TV. <laughs> Jade and I were watching TV, and she had an incense holder right in front of her television with a, with a lit incense in it. And it was positioned literally right in the middle of her television screen in the front. So we were watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians on every scene when they would be sitting around like a table, like a dining room table or a kitchen table, have a conversation. You would see that steady flame. I mean, that steady, you know, like not flame, but steady smoke, smoke cloud mm-hmm. coming up in the air. So it looked like they were smoking weed on the show. Oh and so God. just imagine the scenes where they're having like... <laughs> Imagine the scenes where they have a like passionate conversation, like about their feelings and describing <laughs> shit, or 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 recapping a story, like if I'm telling you what happened. So you'll never fucking believe what happened yesterday. Then the motherfucker tells me, and the whole time you see this smoke cloud going up, it always looked like they were smoking weed in that moment. When I tell you it was the funniest shit I have ever seen in my life, I just wanted to share that with y'all. You know, I hope it blesses those of you who it can. And, um, yeah, let's get back to the show. Oh, wait, speaking of Jade and XD, I'm actually uh, made a cameo 
Hey, uh, strawberry. Right, a guest appeared <laughs> on their show. So definitely check that out on SoundCloud. The episode is called Hashtag Friend. Okay, okay. <laughs> right, and it was really good. XD was talking about his dietary changes, so we got into that. And, of course, a couple pop culture conversations. It was really fun. So I'm, I was there in the background. Yeah, and you hear Asante's laughter. <laughs> I was being background. harassed. I was being harassed. Harassed. Okay. That's like, right. Like the casino. <laughs> okay. <Harris. laughs> I was being harassed, okay? <laughs> I was sitting back there minding my black-ass business, trying to let be friend, let friend be all magical and great. <laughs> I was harassed, Until okay? they showed you the picture of the dude from Girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> then Asante lost it. William from Girlfriends. Shout Yo. out to Carrie on Twitter, my dear friend, K-A-R-R-Y, who enlightened me to the William from Girlfriends hashtag. There's Y'all a hashtag? Pray for him. There is a hashtag. <laughs> Look up hashtag William from Girlfriends, and I tell you, oh, my God. oh baby, I, like I said, you're going to pay on the <laughs> so front end or the back end, and it looked like in his case, he paying no. on the back end, y'all. <laughs> he don't even look like the same person. He don't. He doesn't. Well, <laughs> William from Girlfriends looks like a sand dune now. You can hear Santi's laughter and my thoughts on look. it on Jada NXT. No, please don't pull up the picture. I, I, well, not the pic. Well, I want to see what what else is the under the hashtag. hashtag. Oh my god, it's William from Girlfriends. <laughs> okay, so on last week's show, Sun Moon Stars featuring Mystic Lipstick, we discussed birth charts. We discussed zodiacs, our rising signs, moon signs, sun signs, and all of the things that people would attribute to being our nature. But, of course, in a way that's not usually spoken about, because I think astrology is a more unconventional conversation based on nature. But you guys, as always, enjoyed the conversation, which made me excited because I love that you were open-minded and open to it. Um, And you had a lot of awesome things to say, as usual, so... Who wants to go first on what they found? I actually did not go look at the comments because for me, this was another case. Of, well, first of all, first of all, again, shout out to Mystic Lipstick. Having her on the show was like, you know, getting my reading on there and things. <laughs> but she has always been really good at that. She's done it to me on Twitter for a while. And so to have her do that on the show for me, I really just implored the people that did not. Uh, go follow her on Twitter as opposed to reading a comment. I w- want you all right now, before you listen to the rest of this episode, to pause, go type in her name and your sign on Twitter so you can read what she has to say about some of your signs. Because I know a lot of you are really skeptical, but if you just read some of the shit that she says, you will understand. Because a lot of the Pisces that listen, I read your comments and y'all. Yeah, on people that, were like, damn yeah, it. <laughs> on the small scale, on the. Not even knowing their birth dates, it resonated with them. Our engineer that we he was a Pisces, and even he was like, Damn, "Yeah, he you took know, me aside after was and him. was like, I don't believe in this shit, but that was scary." Yeah, when he came in, he was asking me. He was like, "He was like, when's your birthday?" Because you know, she was talking. I was like, I was like, man, I'm telling you, it felt, it feels like she just opened up my DNA and was just starting to read my business, and I ain't like that. That's why so, I like that she doesn't have to convince you of exactly her craft. It's more so this is. She'll just say what it is, and then you either connect or you don't. And nine times out of ten, you're going to connect. So I want I want you all to go get connected. <laughs> okay, for free. <laughs> get connected. No, you did For free. Hell yes. Because I really feel like she was just telling me about myself. So I think that you all need to go take a moment to go get told about yourself. <laughs> and it can either be accurate or inaccurate. I just want you to take the chance. Take a chance on me. <laughs> and let me know what you got going on there. 
I want to throw the ball back in y'all's court. No, I'm not. I'm not reading oh, the comment. Oh, that was yeah. Okay. I, I'm not reading the comment. I'm telling everybody to go do that because I feel like she commented so much on my life. So you. So Asante's was a call to action. It was as opposed to. <laughs> it was because of the other comments. I hated that there were uh, like there were a lot of Pisces comments and it would have just been raggedy to pick one and be like, oh, they are Pisces too, and they agreed. Right. So I just feel like everybody of different signs should go get some awareness too and, and tell me how they feeling first. True. Uh, For me, Whitney Edwards on SoundCloud said, Hi, friends. I am so thankful for this podcast and all of your beautiful blackness. I have found a new self-worth, confidence, and an all-around self-love and appreciation for myself. I'm not sure if it was this show or the live show because I listened back to back, but something that Fran said truly stayed with me and hit me like a brick wall. When you stated, energy never dies, it is transferred, and passed on whether good or bad, it is continuous. I'm learning now to be very mindful of that, as well as what energy I'm putting out, what energy I'm getting back, and how it impacts everyone in the situation. Within this one workday, I was able to entirely restructure my energy in a situation that I would have normally pissed that would have normally had me pissed off and had me catch a reaction to doing a quick run up and down our office stairs to blow <laughs> off energy. <laughs> Uh, to remind my boss what he will be missing if he does not get his shit together. She said, that was on a petty note just for you, Dustin. (laughs) (laughs) But I love that, that the conversation, um, the show as a whole, obviously, but also just that previous conversation has people thinking more so about their energy Mm -hmm. um, and where it comes from, which is actually a little bit of what we're going to touch on today. So I won't get into that too deeply, but I just thought this that ain't that no was... part two now, right? They mean I'm about to come in here and be like, okay, right? Should be like now for the next challenge. Okay, <laughs> um, but I thought that was good that Whitney, you know, caught herself. It's that pause button that we always talk yeah. about, where it's like, okay, I'm about to react how I usually react, but today I'm gonna try something different. That's what I always tell myself when I feel myself about to be triggered. I say, friend, try something different, and I literally swerve. And give you a different reaction. Mm. It's a really good trick as a pause button if you haven't developed it naturally yet. That's a good way to to kind of get that in motion. What about you, Sir Dustin? What did you find? Ain't nobody tweeted me nothing about the episode. For real. <laughs> nobody tweeted me nothing about the episode. I think that, um, Maybe you know, they... I just think everybody thought that I was doing the best that I could do. <laughs> and they didn't want to rock the boat. And exactly. I respect them for that. I love that. Exactly. I love that. What they did tweet me about was the So Gone Challenge that Asante and myself ah! basically won. Boom, 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 boom. Shout out to our girl Monica Brown, who so lovingly bestowed her grace and kicked in the door and smacked down the chick and got us up in Hot 97. Our freestyle from the live show has been played on Hot 97. I still can't get it. Ebro knows our name. Ebro knows our name. Our name. Our name. 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 I have been censored on the radio. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. In New York City. On Hot 97. We have freestyle on Hot 97, so we have something really special coming coming to y'all. Um, with Monica and Hot 97, we're really excited about. I just wanted to say shout out to all of the support that we got on Twitter. Shout out to Steam. Shout out to Steam Fox in. for shooting shout that out gun. To Her daddy said shoot. So shout out to Steam <laughs> Fox. Um, you know, but I'm just very happy. The poll was like 
such a drastic. Mm-hmm. Like you guys were what? Like sixty percent of the yeah. Vote. We like smoked it, and the thing is, <laughs> I know we're not the best rappers. We're not even really rappers. We just be talking shit and freestyling. But what you're not gonna do, like me, in the words of Nene Leaks, oh, is take away our accolades. Okay, we won that fair and fucking square. So this right here <laughs> is a dedication to everybody that had a problem with the fact that we won, and everybody that you wanted to win didn't. Guess what? We still won, and it ain't nothing you can ever ever in life do <laughs> about it forever but you know in life you gotta deal with the fact that you were disappointed because <laughs> we won and we happy about it our life is going very good right it's now going great and you have to deal with <laughs> that so great. you think about that when you so gone over, over us. us okay <laughs> Okay. It was a great addition to Awesome August to have won the awesome Sogon August. Challenge. Absolutely. Shout out to the people that were that were up against us. There was a beautiful, lovely young lady that was singing and rapping. You know, I'm. Oh really? I didn't. Yeah. I didn't get a chance to there see. Were, there was some I was cool, so hyped on y'all. There was some really cool talent that was up against yeah, us. Yeah, that's very but, true. But for Shout us, um, you know, we actually did freestyle. It was off the dome. It wasn't nothing written. So to have done a freestyle live over the legendary. So Gone Beat was just an amazing experience in itself. So We had to work, 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 work. Okay. <laughs> we had to work, work, For work, real. work. So that's no all Rihanna I wanted to do. Call. I ain't bringing up no other tweets. I had some great stuff in there, but it doesn't matter. It we doesn't are here matter. to talk about the So Gone Challenge <laughs> and how excited we are that we won that out of the... Na- it was just so organic and natural. It literally was just the idea we had, and we did it. Didn't even do nothing with it. Faith the size of a mustard seed. <laughs> Don't, don't, don't even don't And Monica's, because um, what I first saw was Monica's reaction video to mm-hmm. it. And then what I saw commented. that it had the friend zone live hashtag. Yep. I was like, what is going on <laughs> That's right now? Right. I was so confused. And then people the were Monica. like, oh, she's answering questions. Someone asked her, I guess, how she felt about it. That's Atlanta's so home. crazy. I'm so proud of y'all. <laughs> Thank you. Right? So, like that baby with the wig on. Thank you. <laughs> every, every, homework. Homework. <laughs> Research. Google. Google baby with wig on. Thank you. It's the cutest little black little banana nut muffin looking cute little banana baby nut. with a whole wig on. And somebody tells her she looks With a pretty. Jay Versace wig on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> And the way she says Thank you is hilarious So that's y'all's first homework But I ain't done Because y'all been acting dumb lately So you got a lot of homework You're in the real Extra credit Go ahead friend So on this week's show Kind of piggybacking off of The energy convers- The energy and personality Conversations that we were having Last week We wanted to touch on The nature Versus nurture debate so many layers to this debate and basically to put it in a nutshell it's the idea of where does most of your personality the way you act decisions you make and just how the world views you how you view yourself where does that come from is it and is it innate is it just a oh it's my nature you know like even based on the things like danny was saying like where the planetary energies and shifts created who you are or is it behavioral meaning the conditioning, the institutions, uh, the the way, sorry, not institution, the way that your parents have conditioned you to be by their behaviors, as well as culture, social media, especially now in this day and age, your neighborhood, so many different things that can affect your behavior. So we wanted to discuss a little bit about our personality types and where we think the majority of ours comes from. And we'd love for you guys, obviously that's what the wellness segment will be, to dissect your personalities as well. So 
who wants to jump in first on where they think their personality comes from? I think you should start, friend. Where do you think your personality comes from? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think it's a good question. We were actually talking about it before because the first part that I was trying to think about was uh, how I'm an introvert, right? Which, let me explain really quickly. Introvert does not mean that you're socially awkward. It can mean that, but it doesn't always mean that. You can still be a social butterfly. It's just based on where you get your energy from. Some people get energy from being in large crowds, from being around people. Like, that's what makes them happy and they feel recharged. Like me. Like Dustin. Dustin (laughs) likes to go out. He loves people. But with me, I get recharged by my alone time. So I can be around people like this weekend, Afropunk. We had a blast. We were there for hours. Mm -hmm. I wasn't Mm -hmm. in a corner somewhere Mm -hmm. with a blanket covering my head. You know what I mean? Like I was... You're not socially awkward at all. Yeah, like I I can totally handle any situation and have a blast and deal with all kinds of groups of people. But when I get home, that's where like the introvert part comes, where I have to turn off my phone, computer... You know, like, I definitely took, like, a salt bath to clear all the energy. Because, you know, with our meet and greet, we met a lot of people. We were all sweaty and hugging each other. And I had to make sure to clear out all of those energies. I have to do those things for me. Like, that's what gets me back into my space and being recharged. So that's where the introvert aspect comes. And then, you know, all of Monday, I was like, I don't want to hear a person. <laughs> I don't want to talk. Like, <laughs> I didn't even speak, like, myself. Like, I needed silence, you know? So that's just how I work. So I started thinking about that. Where does that come from for me, though? Is it because I'm an only child? And when you're an only child, who the hell are you talking to? <laughs> you're mm. in the room you know, staring at walls half the time and making being this imaginative kid that has to kind of create your own fun. So I started wondering, like, is it that? Is it that I'm an only child and that's where that introvert aspect of aloneness being my recharger? Or uh, tuning back into last week's episode, it started making me think about planetary shifts. Like, what were the planets in my chart that could be contributing? You know, me being a Taurus and a Cancer. I know Cancer, like Danny was saying, tend to be emotional and um, we enjoy being alone. You know, so those, I started wondering, like, which which one pulls more at me? But then there's also cultural aspects, too. You know, in my neighborhood, like I grew up in a crazy (laughs) neighborhood in Harlem where my mom was like, get your ass upstairs (laughs) all the time. You know, I couldn't be outside socializing because it just wasn't safe. And I had to stay home. I was that little kid in Harlem in the projects looking out the window watching when everyone else play. Like, I can't go out there. I can't go outside, you know. So there's so many factors that determine your behaviors and, and how you act. And I definitely think... I'm going to go ahead and guess it's more of a nurture thing. So, yeah, so I think that's where a lot of my comfort with being alone comes from. Well, see, I get confused because when I think about nature versus nurture, like, I automatically want to go all in and be like, it's nurture that I think of. Like, I think of directly my parents affect me and, you know, what I've been through. And, like, not even on a cellular, like, nature level. Like, when they say, you know, you you get certain traits from the DNA, I automatically just think about the things that are directly affecting me in in my nurture situation, like, you know, living situation with people, how I interact with friends, even, like, business situations and things like that. And even going into TV, how you see people act on television, (laughs) (laughs) I think those things affect... totally behavioral. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but a lot of that will go into how I'm affected... uh, 
immediately versus thinking about last week when we were talking about the birth charts and stuff. When she was talking about the planets and the gases reacting at a certain point when you're born, in my head, I'm like, I can't think about space when I'm being made here on the Earth or, like, how that even... Um, like that gravitational pull on a long scale is even affected by all of that. But I know that that does come into play because when I think about um, just a simple example, when they talk about people being certain signs and how you share certain traits, it's like, okay, so there does have to be something to be said about nature having an effect on how you are. Like when I, like how all the people that commented last week, well, that was like, what's wrong with Gemini? (laughs) Like we all have heard, you know, Gemini's can be crazy. We all experience. <laughs> but you know, um, so for me, immediately, I always want to think that, like, the, my direct environment, my nurture is what's affecting me. But I do know that, like, uh, I do know that there are certain factors that do trickle down that really affect me on a greater scale. And if I were, were able to unlock those, because I feel like when you get older, you kind of start like unlocking these certain things that just kind of happen innately anyway. It's almost like, all right, you know, God's taking care of it or nature or whomever, whatever power you believe in. Like, it's it's going into play now. So it's helping you out. Yeah, and then nature, one last thing that mm-hmm. just popped into my mind. Also, going to the nature debate, it's like your skin color, your weight, how the world views you, you mm. know, and can affect your behavior as well. Like, we've discussed this in the inclusion episode. Mm-hmm. You know, that ties into your self-worth and self-confidence and whether you feel comfortable even pursuing your dreams or things that you want to do while you're here, while you're alive, because of the opportunities you may or may not have. You know, so that's where the nurture, uh, excuse me, the nature aspect, I think, ties in heavily. Mm. Um, you know, this is DNA, this is genetics that can kind of deprive you of certain things because of the way that the world is set up. So I think that is a huge one, too. Absolutely. Um, Right, like with me being light and having the curly hair, and we've discussed, like, even my body type, that's going to put me in different positions, you know, where luckily I'm in a headspace where I'm like, okay, I accept that privilege, but I'm going to use it to help people who might not have that privilege, you know, so it's also knowing what to do with it and and knowing how to use your nature to everyone's advantage for the greater good as opposed to just your own. So that to me is a nature debate that I think is also important to bring up. What about you, sir, Dustin? I don't know. I think I'm, <clears throat> I was going to say that it's like 50-50, right? 50 nature, 50 nurture, but I really believe it's all nature and I'm going to tell you why. I think the nurture shit is just like an influence. Like yeah. you're around your parents 24-7, you see them every day, and you guys have the same DNA, right? And so naturally, like, you're going to have the same mannerisms. They're going to teach you, like, their way and how to do things and Religion. teach you, like, right, like all that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. But I think that when you feel those internal battles where you're like, I know my parents want me to do shit this way, but I feel like this, and you can't fight it, that's nature. And so at the end of the day, that always wins, and mm-hmm. it trumps. You may go back, you may go back and forth, but at the end of the day, you can't fight instinct. And so I think it's all, na- um, is it neck cream? I think it's all cream of nature. <laughs> it's all cream of nature. It's all, all cream of it. nature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but what about, especially in this day and age, culture and well, social I mean, naturally, media? Well, I mean, yeah, niggas want to be cool. You know what I'm saying? White people do too. You know what I mean? I think everybody wants to be viewed as something desirable, you know, at the end of the day. And so that affects all of your interactions with people, whether it's like platonic or like, 
intimate or whatever. So I think that social media plays into that again and just being another area where people just want to be desirable. You want to have a lot of followers. You want people to engage with you. You want the right people to see your shit, you know. So it's a, it's a, it's like a it's it's that. And so I think that it does influence you as far as that being part of culture, but even that for a minute like in your early 20s or whatever you find yourself being influenced but then you start thinking about things like well do i really agree with that opinion even though it's popular or you start challenging your own thoughts and views well, and hopefully. shit well you should <laughs> right. you know, unless you <laughs> unless you vote in republican but like yeah so like I, I i just i think that even then that's your instinct and that's nature kicking in so i i just think it's all about nature now don't get me to talking about no planetariums and <laughs> um, you know and, and sky havens and moon worlds and shit i don't know none of that i don't know nothing about moon that worlds. no but i I'm think it's interesting you, that, yeah. you, that you side with the nature aspect mm-hmm. of you think that that's always going to trump mm-hmm. nurture. I because, think it's always going to beat it. I refuse to say the oh, other word. Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> I didn't even Go realize. <laughs> you are funny. <laughs> and then I was thinking also to um, even something like your neighborhood, you know, like like I was saying, growing up in Harlem in, in the projects, I'm thinking of you know, I got lucky because I had a teacher in fifth grade who, for whatever reason, just was like, I don't think you should be in public school and told my mom, this kid needs to be in private school. She's going to get lost. And just that decision on his part shifted my entire trajectory of my life. You That's know? amazing. And it's it's scary almost when you think about that because I think of all the kids in my, in my own building, kids I grew up with, even the kids in my class in public school that were deserving, just, you know, just as deserving, if not more, if not less, whatever the case. And he picked me to be that kid that was taken out of public school and then put into the private school track which has enabled me now to speak the way that I speak, you know, because I've read, I've traveled, like it put me on a whole different um, headspace, you know, and, and I sometimes I wonder about that, like even now and people are like, oh, you know, how do you know all this stuff? And I attribute it to the education that I was privileged to have. But that makes me think, too, about the kids back in my neighborhood that could have easily been given the same trajectory, you right. know, and but they weren't. So now we are viewed as different people. But it was really, I mean, nothing is by chance. You know, I think right. God obviously has a plan for everyone. But there's still that interesting thing of, like, it could have been anyone. Right. You know, there's, like, that weird feeling that sometimes... Um, I guess it's similar to like survivor's remorse, you know, like mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. you sort of have that guilt, like, damn, I don't know what it was that I was chosen. Man. And then you think back to all, like when I go back to my mom's building now, which is the same building, you know, that I grew up on and I see the same dudes I grew up with is still on the bench, still eating the four chicken wings with pork fried rice, you know, like their lives have literally not shifted. And I always have that guilt of, damn, you know, what a weird thing. Like, just because that teacher told my mom she shouldn't be here, everything changed for me. Yeah. So that, you know, plays a... That's why, even though the nature aspect, like you're saying, Dustin, is so valuable, but the nurture and behavioral and environmental aspects also make such a massive impact that it's almost scary. I think that that's a a beautiful example of when the two work together 
just seamlessly, right? Right. Because obviously there were some things that made you noteworthy and and made you stand out to that teacher for him to say, you know what, she needs a different type of educating. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because she has different abilities. Because of what you were showing, because it was natural to you. So right. this is That's where the, the two have been married. You right. know what I mean? Your natu- your nature with his nurturing got you where you are. You sitting here in front of me right now. Shit. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> right. you know what I'm saying? I'm looking at you. <laughs> you know? So that's it. Right. But I just find that so fascinating. Even religion. You know, like think of the people you know that went to the same school. Maybe were in the same financial bracket. But their parents put them on a whole different track you know, of guilt or believing, you know, whether it was being Christian, Jehovah's Witness, and that can also change how you view the world and how the world views you, you know? So it's so fascinating how many layers they are there are to the behavioral environmental effects that change your personality. Even, like, with reality TV, I know I always do this. <laughs> He's like, hey, we're it's, back. Especially, you know, when you watch, I know I brought this up way before, but when you watch somebody from like they season one to like they right. seasons later to how much they change, whether it's to keep up with the appearance of or to look like whomever they want to be, wherever they want to go and shit like that. Like looking at Nene now, I still think about Nene. And this is no shade. It's just a perfect example. I think about her drunk in the back of that limo singing about Kim mm-hmm. with that what? hair. Mm-hmm. Was that when, like in the early that season? Was one of, the like, first season. <laughs> Literally, I know I say I'm 29. Drunk talking shit in the back 39. of the limo. That's what she was singing about Kim. <laughs> like pretend, for real. I pretend. And now, and now she's her. on Broadway. Bleach blonde, one woman show, uh, very rich police. bitch, <laughs> white teeth. Yeah, what uh, isn't she on another show, Fashion Police? Oh, yeah, it is she was Fashion on Police. Fashion Police last night. And then she has, is it the one with Betty White? Yeah, to and, tell the truth. Yep. Wow, man. Nene ain't playing. But you know what? There's a thing to that, too, because um, I wonder, like, the women that come on in the following seasons, how everyone is uh, is like aggressive and fighting. Uh, and yes. Is it because they saw the other women do it and they figured, okay, this is a conditioning that has to happen for you to be a star, for you to get the spinoffs, for you to be having the cameos in the club? Or are all these women similar personality types? Like, which one is it? Is you think it, they got a, a doctor in there? They'll be like, all right, she's one. She's bad shit crazy. We'll Ta-i. take that one. <laughs> Did you get it online or at the school? <laughs> Doctor Titus is this nigga that lied about being a doctor on the Real Housewives of Atlanta. He was dating one of the housewives. Sheree he with lied you. on yeah. TV. It was like a people scandal. Like, it was a scandal that happened years ago in Atlanta <laughs> where he was getting a lot of like looks as a love doctor or opining on relationships and stuff. Oh. And somewhere he was one along of them the doctors, way, yeah, like Umar, like like appearing on Ricky <laughs> Lake and shit like that. So somewhere along <laughs> the way, okay, like Pepper. <laughs> That's what I call them when they when they be doctors like that. I'd be like, oh, you a doctor like Pepper, huh? <laughs> oh, okay. But anyway, uh, oh, shit. anyway, so it came out that he had never actually graduated from medical school, and he didn't like whatever. But then he says that Not he did. He says that he did. He just never practiced, and he went to a school online and got his degree, his professional degree. Phoenix. His doctorate. He said he got it online. And Candy's mama, Mama Joyce, are you familiar with her? I am actually. Are you familiar with her work? She, uh, <laughs> she, she was sitting at the table and she was like, did you did you get it online or at the school? <laughs> and when he said he got it online, of course the table went into an uproar. No. And Joyce says, see, 
Got it online. <laughs> yeah. So dialing back, Dr. Taib would be the doctor you're referring to. But, no, but that's I really think that's a fascinating thing to question. Like, is it a specific personality type that that agrees to doing these shows and is down to be viewed that way? Or is it a behavioral conditioning where they're like, Nene did it, Tammy did it, Evelyn did it. This is just the way that, of to stardom, and I'm down to be part of the pack. Girl, you're Let me, me say want to this. take a uh, And I've talked, to, I've talked <laughs> about this on Twitter this. Let's do a Twitter poll. Right. <laughs> I talked about this on this show before. It's totally them watching the show, seeing those girls act a fool, and thinking that that's what you do to get on there to be interesting. What you don't realize is we were interested in those people because those conflicts, when they argued like that, it was real, and it was a boiling point yeah. from a story that had built up all season long. Right. That really was a, a thing. It wasn't them just meeting and saying, oh, well, I don't like how she said it. Well, bitch, what you at? Like, it wasn't that. Right. That's why we're so disgusted by when we what see that turned now. turned into. Yeah. So, like, th- let's be clear on that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I think it goes back to nature because there's something. These are reality stars, right? So it's something special about all of those women that made them stand out to us. Nene Leakes, Jocelyn Hernandez, all the greats. Tiffany the Pollard. Greats. You know what I'm saying? Tammy Roman. Ta- <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> Bonnet <laughs> Chronicles. <laughs> she can shove that bonnet. <laughs> but yeah, like, like I, you know, even Tammy, you know, whatever, I guess. You Land know. band. Yeah. <laughs> can we talk about basketball as LA later on? I promise we'll finish this conversation first. We do it right after since we're okay, talking perfect. about them. But yeah, so I think so. That's what I think. Because I'm ready to get to it. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay, well, then we're done. (laughs) And scene. (laughs) No, but I do think that, like, you know, hearing what Danny was saying, like, about being a Taurus, you know, like, when she brought up the fact that Taurus, what she say, that we love money and luxury, and and I was sort of like, "Mm, I don't know, like, maybe... um, the planets might say that, but I and but it could also be because I don't come from money, so I don't have that relationship to money mm-hmm. where I view it as like a thing I need and I you know like I don't I'm still in a um, consciousness of lack if that makes sense yes. where I, where uh-huh. I'm like I don't have enough I'm mm-hmm. still building there's always that fear even when I do build money there's a, a sense of hoarding yeah because I'm always scared that you know there's that fear of well I don't know how long this is gonna last so I still don't have the healthiest relationship to <laughs> money hold on. Right? <laughs> every day I swipe my car yeah like I, it's it's still that lack consciousness <laughs> that I'm I'm working through you know so that's why when she was that's saying real. yeah when she was saying like you need it, you'll die without it. I was like, I don't know. Maybe that's who I'm gonna be in the future. Okay. But right now, me and money don't have it like that. And I'm actually really <laughs> comfortable behind your ear. <laughs> I don't know about all that. <laughs> you know, and they're ve- but I do know tourist people who do love luxury, and we are very like indulgent with mm-hmm. food, and we're very decadent. And even with my lack of abundance in that sense. I, my apartment does still have a certain 
vibe that I do curate and that was important to me. So I guess it does look luxurious. I don't mean to put right. your business. No, out no, there, no. Your... yeah. Like I, that's why <laughs> I'm like tub, heat up walls, do a three sixty and shit. Okay, <laughs> Kyoko in the refrigerator okay. and everything. <laughs> Secret passageways in the bookcase type <laughs> ass shit. So to that extent, I definitely understand the need for like home is important to me, you know. And but even that is is so many layers to it's this nature, conversation. Nature. But right, I'm like. <laughs> Is home important to me? Because like she stated, my childhood was rocky. Mm. So I'm trying to recreate what I didn't have. You know what I mean? By making home so important now Girl, that I'm I have control. You. you know, piece. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is, is that a nurture thing where I'm like, shit, well, now I get to control what home means. You know, nobody's going to create that vibe for me. I'm creating it now. So I'm making my home feel what I didn't feel. You I know, don't think there's anything... I want to say anything wrong with that, but mm-hmm. I don't think that's what I really mean. Mm-hmm. I just think, I don't think that that's like, I think that that's, an, again, <laughs> I think it's a natural thing. I yeah. do. I think that anybody wants to like, once you have a, a, a opportunity to like spend money on what you want to spend money on and create like your home fucking environment. But you'd be surprised. I know a lot of people with money we, that I, when you go to their homes, you're like, you have money? Because it's just not a priority. They don't be having furniture. But, this, but my point is it's that it's messy, not like... And I'm just like, yo, no one would think you have money. I'm not saying you got to like splurge and spend millions no, of dollars on your shit. No, not even splurge. Just essentials. the comfort. <laughs> just comfort. being like grown, right? Part of being grown is like being able to do what you want to do. And right. so... I personally, like, when it came to, like, my living spaces and shit, I would do what I want to do. Like, last, I didn't want to have a dresser last year. I wanted one of them big metal shelves that they have in, like, Home Depot and stuff. <laughs> and so that's what I got. Because I'm grown and I can. <laughs> and I think that that's what, like, people do. You know, like, you make right. your home, like, what you want. I don't think True. that that's you, like. But you don't think that's based on that that can be um, based on emotional issues? I don't think so. What's you don't really? think so? No, because, like, what am I supposed to do? Like, not like, look, have personality no, here's in my an career? E- here's an example. My mom, right? Mm-hmm. Um, my mom has this thing where the fridge has to be full. I mean, like, you would think my mom has 15 kids. The way that her <laughs> fridge is always... And she lives alone, and it's so full. And I'm like, Mom, this food is going to go to waste. But I started does, realizing... Does some of the food ever go bad? She don't ever want to not have food. She has a thing with food because when she was little, she didn't have it. You know, she no one looked after my mom. I told you guys, her mom, like, left her in someone's house. So it's an emotional thing. And I and I remember I asked her, I was like, yo, is this an emotional thing? Like, you have to have this, the fridge stocked, like, beyond what it can be. And she was like, holy shit. She was like, you know what? That makes sense because I get... She says she gets, like... She starts having like a panic attack. <laughs> the food is like, Bless her heart. Yeah. yeah, like, and it's an emotional trigger, like food with her, and 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 I think for me, it's not food, but it's just home. It's like yeah. I need to come home and feel safe and protected, you know. So I do think like even something as simple, what might seem simple, like your fridge or your home, can still have nurture and emotional triggers and ties. to I it. think I just had one because for me, being able to like like do things my way or I guess like infuse like my personality into anything it's a big deal for me right. I can't feel stifled and it's because I grew up in a very religious home that was home. stifled right so maybe that's why when you asked about the, the room I'm like well hold well, wait a motherfucking minute <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with fixing your goddamn house up you know what I'm saying right. like and maybe that's why right because it's all a trigger 
you know, and I mean, it's so, on, let it's, me text my mom <laughs> right now. But I find that so fascinating how the things that you might think are so simple, you know, can really have way deeper um, thought processes yeah. that are unconscious and subconscious that you might not even realize. Like, why do I need to have food that's <laughs> so deep like that, yeah. you know? And sometimes you see that on other people. Like, you know, uh, I, I think I've said this before, but when I get rich, I'm going to, like, have an ignorant obsession with, like, expensive shoes. And I've said that before because I've met, like, several people, like, straight-up niggas that I just know that, like, ended up with money. Right. And they would, like, have some fine-ass shoes and shit. And I'd be like, yo, those are so hot. One one of my friends, I'm not even going to say who it is, he told me this story, sad fucking story. He was like, I remember when I was eight years old, and I had to take the shoes off of my feet and, like, walk barefoot somewhere. Yeah, like, as a child. Like, me and my mom, we had to take our shoes off, and we had to walk barefoot. And I was like, why? Like, he was like, you know, our shoes were fucked up. We had we were getting bed bugs. Like, we couldn't oh keep shit. So now, as an adult, I make sure I can take care of my house and my home. But I also make sure I got some clean ass sneakers and on. And that's an emotional and, trigger. Yeah, and that's just one of those things he always goes back to. Like I can think of every time I've th- I've seen this nigga and been like, I'm not wearing no shoes today. Like it's been the same pair in a week. I'm like, what are you talking about? But I think See? about his story and I'm like, you know what? I'm not even gonna touch it. I get it. Right? Shit. Fascinating shit. And I, some people are like that with clothing. Mm-hmm. I have friends who are shopaholics, and and then when you start tying back to their childhood. You know, their parents didn't have or they they weren't the kids that were going to school with new clothes like most of us were the first couple weeks. You know what I mean? They didn't have that luxury. So now that they have the ability, they go ape shit, needing to buy everything, every Jordan, every jacket, every this, every that, you know. So I think it's just a fascinating look at um, the smaller details in your life and where those things might be stemming from. It's just cool. And also the bigger details. Because like I was True. saying, even something as the fact that, like, I'm so research obsessive. You know, I love research and knowledge. Like, does, is that innate? Is it that I was just born that way and it took Maybe that teacher to bring it out of me? Or was it the teacher that set that in motion? I really don't mm. know. Or he, you know, did he give me that confidence for me to be like, hey, I could, I should, you know, read more. I'm at this school now with these white kids. <laughs> Because I remember, yo, the first, when I started private school, like, I was so behind. Like, they were already studying the civil rights movement. And I swear we were still on goosebumps back in my school. (laughs) Like, talking about scholastic book fair reading, you know. And then these motherfuckers were were watching the Eyes on the Prize documentaries. like, SAT prep. And you like. I learned, I remember we learned about Emmett Till. And then they were doing, like, Algebra 1 already and i swear to you i was still like figuring out fractions and division. you were going like, into middle school yeah and they were doing algebra one yo in i'm middle telling school? you these kids were oh, not God a game and damn. i felt so awful i felt stupid i like i came home crying i was like mom like i can't i don't know why you did this to me i wanted to go back to public school but she was like listen it might seem scary now but like later you'll be thankful just try to catch up but for a long time, I felt like a dumb person, you yeah. know, like I was like, I'm stupid. I'm, I don't I can't be here, you know, but I imagine like not having had that opportunity to be surrounded by people that were that advanced, you know, yeah. like all those things contributed to me now being so research heavy where I want to know everything that could be an emotional trigger to that, too. True. <laughs> you know, so. But I think that's a cool conversation, and we should tie that into this week's wellness segment. Well, 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 
Friends friend serving it up for y'all this week. He's not. Okay. Give me a little the Dream pump. Girls hands out here, okay? I don't do backup. <laughs> 30 bucks each. Sing with Mr. Jimmy Thunder Early tonight. 30 bucks each? Jimmy Thunder Early? Mama's gonna love that. <laughs> We gotta have we gotta add Dream Girls. We'll do a to Dream the, Girls episode soon. We gotta add Dream Girls <laughs> to the Friend Zone catalog. Like if we do like an event, like a a, a Friend Zone movie night or some shit, Dream Girls oh, has to be. Oh yeah, like, Friend Zone like, movie night. Like definitely have to put that in the library. Right and Love Jones. And Love Jones. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> so we're gonna do some journal work based on the hot button issue. I would love if you guys were to start dissecting your personality. And, and asking yourself these same questions, like the bulk of my actions, are they based on culture? You know, the people I'm around, social media. Because I was saying the other day, I feel like social media has made me a lot more like righteous. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I'm I'm way more attentive and aware and even sensitive to cultural issues way more than I was before I was on Twitter mm. and even Tumblr. You know, and even these conversations about like inclusion, um, you know, what what are the ableism, like things like those terms are things that I had no idea about. Even having been at these private schools, we never talked about these things, you know. So I think in a lot of ways, social media has even shaped my activist, the activist side of my brain. I was about mm-hmm. to say, Tumblr created most of these terms now, okay? <laughs> True. <but> <laughs> 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 Shit. All the triggers and shames. So I definitely, you know, find it fascinating how much of my personality has been shaped even by something like social media and technology. So I think it'd be cool for you to do, since we have been uh, doing studies about our personalities so that we can gauge them better and figure out our, our strengths, our weaknesses, especially if you are someone that's pursuing a particular path or a craft or a road, you know, these knowing your personality will be so helpful in creating the blueprint that will get you to where you need to be. So I think creating this journal work based on these different layers will help you see yourself better. I know we've done the vibe board, you know, for those of you that maybe didn't have specific details of what you want your life to be, like what a vision board is. So I think this kind of can tie into that where you start asking yourself, you know, has the religion that my that I've like inherited from my family shifted how I view people, how I treat them, how I act towards them? Maybe you secretly are homophobic. Do you really feel homophobic, or is it because maybe your grandparents <laughs> told you what's right or wrong? Maybe you know, like homosexual. Oh, I mean that too. Like <laughs> these are questions I would love for you to start unraveling about your belief system, mm. and I think that. That, you know, even like I was saying, you know, my neighborhood, how that shifted a lot of what I could and couldn't do. What I, you know, um, my school, like I said, going to school with these white kids, suddenly it was like I felt stupid. But obviously I wasn't, you know, but it was like, you know, they say, what's that quote about like if you put a fish on land, he's going to feel worthless. It'll die. (laughs) Right. You know, he's (laughs) going to feel like, oh, like he is worthless and I think that that ties into that too so I'd love for you to do a study on your behaviors and your the things you believe about yourself and trying to track where they come from and I think journal work is always awesome because it's like your silent thoughts you know it's mm-hmm. it's a conversation with yourself 
so you can get gain a better understanding of yourself. So I would love for you guys to to do the same thing we did with the hot button issue and kind of dissect where you think your thoughts come from. And then that way you can you can have a better better control of them. Maybe there's some things you want to change. Yeah. You know, maybe there's some things that you'll start being like, holy shit, I don't really feel this way. <laughs> this isn't me at yeah, all. I don't agree with that. Yeah, like, I got this from my mom. If you're a Republican listener, you might be like, I don't want to vote for Trump. But even that, <laughs> as we say it jokingly, but I know tons of Republicans that, that it's because their dad is, That's you know? It. Or the religion you're a part of is because you you were born into it. I remember when I was little, I got lucky because my grandfather wanted me to be Seventh-day Adventist. And my mom was like, no. <laughs> Fran, you got lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I say I got lucky because I saw that it didn't, it didn't do much for him. You know what I mean? <laughs> it just didn't. So I'm like, I I dodged mm -hmm. the bullet. I think I got lucky that my mom said, no, you, she's going to do what she wants. Let her personality develop, her real, mind though. develop, and then if a religion pulls at her, she will go in that direction. Mm -hmm. And I'm thankful that my mom did not play that. She was not going to yeah. allow anyone to tell me, that I could wear pants or I couldn't wear pants or I could celebrate a birthday or, you know, like all these oh, things. Please don't even get me started right, you know, in this chair today. Yeah, like my Religion mom. something, man. It's, it can shape so much. It's like scary that we allow these things to institutionalize us. Mm. You get know? you wet, wet! <laughs> <laughs> so I would love you to start unraveling all the things that you've created to define yourself. <laughs> Unraveling Bjork. Oh my God, I want to hear that song now. Yeah, this is such an interesting conversation because I ain't gonna do nothing nobody tell me to do at this point in my Not life. Not at this point. And it's, because and it's a beautiful feeling. I had to do what somebody told me to do for so long to know that it didn't fit. Okay, for, you must song, have quit. for so long. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you know what I always tell people? Brand is on fire. Life today. <laughs> this is what I'm learning in my in my in my age. That life isn't so, you know, people are like, life is about defining yourself. Like, yeah, it is. But it's also a lot of undefining. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's more so a lot of A whole lot of bitch get off me. <laughs> no, yeah. real though. Yeah. It's a lot of unraveling, unlearning, undefining. And I've noticed that I've actually found myself more by the peeling than by the defining, if that makes sense. Me too. So... This is it's, it's seasons beatings around here for me. I'm not like this. I'm not playing. And just like full disclosure, I just had to remove two people from my life. Preach. Like this weekend who had been in my life for like 10 years. Wow. wow. And I just realized that they never really like showed up for me. Mm -hmm. And I went out, out of my way to show up for them. And like and then like over time that just breeds like a, a different type of disrespect. Mm -hmm. And I'm far too old like to be dealing with that. I just felt like I like I, it didn't make me happy. And I felt like I deserved more. I wanted more. I don't want to say deserve because then it sounds like you, you know, I, I, I am independent. I deserve more. I'm not talking like that. I'm right. just saying, like, you know, on a friendship level, it just wasn't meeting what, 
will work for me. Well, you know what you want your life to feel like. You mm-hmm. do, man. And so, and if it don't feel like that, then that's it. Get right. out of here. So, I, so and that, that's not easy, but that was just an example of sometimes you literally, you got to get your ass up and do the work. Right. No matter what. You and know what and the peeling may include the people. The peeling may include the people. <laughs> like, that's just real. So I would love for you guys Maya. to do some journal work and start dissecting you know, as deep as you can in all those directions. Culture, religion, behavioral, nature, sex. nurture, sex. Okay. And sex, too. Listen. Play division in too deep, okay, <laughs> and, and go there. What kind of lottery do you play? Are you a person that plays the number, or are you a person that <laughs> buys scratch-offs, you know, right. and plays the real lottery? Like, what kind of person are you? That could come from influence in nature, too. True. <laughs> These are true. Get your wet, wet! Okay. <laughs> when art imitates life, you end up with Young Thug's album cover. Shout out to Young Shout Thug. Shout out to Young that Thug. That album is the shit. And yes, I cracked every joke about that cover, and I don't care. You <laughs> because did? It was I funny. I said he, I said Young Thug's album cover looked like, not his cover, but I, I might or may not have said that Young Thug looked like Or a, may not. <laughs> you know, he looked like a quinceanera cake. That's all I had said. But, but I, you know. Listen. <laughs> you know. That's Shout all. out to Young Thug inspiring. You know, me. that dress, friend. <laughs> The next generation of young black gays that want to work at People's Revolution or whatever. I'm dying because there's a Dominican bakery <laughs> by my house. And what, and what do you, you know see? how they have that dry ash cake <laughs> yep. always and in it, the front and it has one. that pink yeah. dress with the ruffle? That's that quince cake. That's that quince cake. So when you listen to Riri, I want you to think about that, that cake. Okay. That pineapple what, what? quinceanera cake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that. That's She's what it looks like. But that album is knocking. And so no matter what nobody says. Yeah, yeah. I'm mad that y'all played it, and I was like, "Damn, you want it? <laughs> you felt so it in your pissed. spine, okay? I did. <laughs> Low in the lowest of keys. <laughs> Alicia. Oh, oh. But shout out to so- Alicia Keys. I want to say this though: <laughs> Alicia Keys has been looking so good with that bare face shit. Like, she's, don't ever yeah. stop doing that. Like, that, it makes you, it, it, it totally makes you take what she's saying seriously. And it makes you just, I don't know, I just love it. Like, she don't ever need to put makeup on again. Ever yeah, a lot life. of people obviously were asking so me what I thought. And I'm like, I think it's cool. I think um, some people said that they feel that she's being arrogant about it. Because she won't wear makeup. Or, that like, trying sense. to make people feel bad, like, for wearing it. I didn't really sense that. Unless Me I either. missed an interview that people are basing right. that on. Maybe I just didn't catch it. But I just feel like she's like, this shit is tiring. <laughs> like, I don't want to have to put on all this shit and this hair and these outfits. She just want to go as is. I I do that every day, so I understand the feeling. I think makeup is fucking dope. I always say it. It's, like, magical when I see the before and afters. And one of my best friends, shout out to Maya, she's amazing with makeup. And when I watch her transform, it's so cool. I think yeah. it's beautiful. Even just having the the skill, the ability to do that. You know, she can turn anyone's face into whatever she wants. I think it's cool. But, you know, I think it's also cool that Alicia's opening the conversation for people like myself that don't want to do that. And it's not shade to makeup. It's not even an arrogance. It's just not my world. And I think we should be allowed to come to events Listen, too. Man, why do you gotta wear makeup? Like, I was just about to say, for women, y'all do not have an easy stare. Makeup it's a is lot. complicated. Yeah, okay? it is. 
makeup takes up a lot of time. And that's no shade to people that can paint that face. Because when that face is painted, that should be beautiful. looking. I'll be like, God that's damn, like, I can't you need even to be, be in the mad. goddamn Louvre. Okay, the way you did this shit. Yeah, and I'm but, somewhere in between. Because honestly, on my day-to-day, I won't wear makeup because I just don't feel I need it. I like to just get up and go. <laughs> you don't. But if I have a video shoot or a magazine, you know, or even if I were to go to an award show, I can't even say that I would go barefaced. I don't think I would. Yeah, I mean, to be I, honest, because lights being under th- those lights, it's a necessity. They dr- exactly. they like you know drain your face and it, and it'll bring out things that you didn't even realize you had. You yeah. know, so I'm actually. Alicia's beyond me with that because I wouldn't even come to an award show bareface. Yeah, kudos I totally to wouldn't. Alicia because the way that you know, like technology moves forward and media and shit like that, it's like and now you, it's like HD. Yeah. you can see your freaking nose hairs. It's almost as if all you. of these things are pushing. Bitch, you gotta make sure you wear makeup because you know we've gone from 1080p to a million p, to like 4K, or right? Whatever like it's whatever this new now. shit is. So the fact that Alicia Key said, well. Y'all can see all up and through these pores, and there's apartments for rent in here, but <laughs> I'm still, I am still have a message, and I'm still important. Yeah, Y'all I think it's listen. cool. I think it is bomb that she's it's doing that. It's sad, though, that people are like, she's so brave. I'm like, yo, she's literally just stepping out of yeah. herself. I think it was on a petty note. You think? Really? Mm-hmm. I think that one time when all that shit with Mashonda had went down, I think that... <laughs> When she tried to say her and Swiss wasn't dating, Mashonda was probably like, "You a bald faced liar." And Alicia was probably like, "Okay, bitch, I'm gonna show you oh next God. time. Next time it's time for album cycle, I'm gonna I'm be a bald faced liar. <laughs> next time I show you, then, bitch. I'm I think that's what she. That's what I think it was on a petty note. No, Keto, I'm never gonna forget when that whole thing happened and Mashonda put up a letter on MySpace. Yeah, like that's so, what they were talking about. She used to listen that's to her what? song, a woman who because Alicia Keys had a song called Superwoman. <laughs> Mashonda, oh my like, God. I well, the same woman who used to who would write a song and she like quoted the song talking about she used to listen to it in her car. And put it on MySpace, MySpace on blogs. MySpace? MySpace blogs. And the thing about MySpace blogs is no one ever read those. No. Well, baby, we read that one. <laughs> now, let, now, shout out, though, to them for being a beautifully blended family. Like, they have worked everything oh, yes. out. They vacation together oh, and shit. That's dope. Yes, they have come yeah, you know. a very, very long way, and they've worked very hard. And that, that right there is a testament to doing the work. Now, let's finish laughing. <laughs> because... <laughs> Because I was now that we got that shit out the way, let's finish laughing. (laughs) (laughs) She stole the shit out of Swiss. Now that we got that that PC shit out. (laughs) (laughs) No, but but really quick, back to the PC shit though. (laughs) I loved what Alicia Keys did on the VMAs, Uh and I did think that it was super important for something like that to happen. Yeah, man. Especially with like the new generation of youngins, because a lot of the kids was like even to watch Jaden Smith up there. Probably, you know, not really know what's going on. But up at least he was like, appreciating the exactly, moment. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So to have that up there for the kids coming, you know. And you know what's hard as an artist, and this being from someone who was trying to be one, not everyone has the money when you're coming up mm. to get the dope makeup artist mm-hmm. and the dope stylist to have you looking like a Beyonce or J-Lo. That comes after time. I mean, you can look back at old videos. I know Beyonce even posted one when she was with Aaliyah on the red carpet, and they both looked so... It's like such a shock, like the difference, you know, because mm-hmm, they were both mm-hmm. relatively starting out. And I think it's a lot of pressure when you are starting out. You almost feel like you you... I ain't touching it. Because y'all both I ain't over here it. laughing. Because I, I ain't touching it. I am not. I don't want the Go problem. Ahead, I think it's hard to be on a red carpet 
as an up and coming artist and then let's say you stand next to Beyonce who has the funds to get the best of the best of the best right. and you like of course you're going to make get made fun of in the pictures mm-hmm. you know so i think it's cool to have someone like Alicia Keys doing this statement where she barely it seemed like she didn't even really do her hair right she just oh. it, she, she threw it, it in a like bubble braid Threw on her dress, the big old, it looked like um, a house dress. Yeah, she, she looked like um, Mama's Family. <laughs> <laughs> Alicia Keys looked like Mama's Family. I can appreciate and it. And I loved every minute of Listen, it. Listen, everything, everything needs options. Ms. And I Roper. like that she... <laughs> no, no, Ms. too. <laughs> Come and knock on our door. What was the husband? What was that? Okay. What was what Mr. Roper's name? Mr. Roper's Stanley. Stanley. Yeah. We are so old. Swiss. <laughs> but let's let's get into this week's icebreaker. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, you said you wanted to talk about reality TV. Oh, so so let's just have our reality TV wrap up this week. Eh? Are we even going to do an icebreaker? Can let's we just, just talk about reality? reality? Let's okay, just let's just do that this wrap week. Up. <laughs> Okay, so first on the docket, we have Basketball Wives LA. Okay. Now, season five of Basketball Wives LA, it, I, I welcomed it with open arms because I had, I ain't lying. I've been trying to be This good. is the one with Jackie. Jackie Tammy Christie, Roman. Okay. Tam- the that you guys includes. were talking about last time. Yeah. Yes. And the girl that you said, the two angels that two aren't angels. Angel Brinks yes. and Angel Love. Right. Yes. That, that are going to hell. <laughs> yes. That are both fallen. Yes. But I, so that's the show that we're talking about, and I love that show because I've been trying really hard to be a good person and I've been on this quest of like I don't know legitimacy and so I've been shying away from those things of of ore you know what I'm really? saying? Yes. However, I needed some. I needed a ratchet fix. And so basketball wise, <laughs> no, you gotta came keep at it. just the right time. You gotta keep it for a good laugh every week. Jackie Tacky Christie has been in <laughs> rare form <laughs> all of this season. You wear Angel Brinks? Right. She, she asked <laughs> Oh God, Jackie! So the fact that I didn't even—I don't even know what this is—and I'm already dying. Um, Fred, does anything look? Do I do I look nice? Does anything look a little off about me? Jackie oh, asked around Tammy. The Jackie, so there was this whole thing about Jackie. <laughs> oh my God! Okay, so Angel Brinks, who's one of the cast members, she's a quote, and I mean loose quote, fashion designer, right? And she has a loose loose quote line. Okay, so she had don't her five-year. So she had a five-year anniversary party, right? And so she said she wanted it to be the most talked-about party in L.A., which, well, anyway, so, like, let me just say this. Her name is in all lowercase letters on the tag. The best shade throws itself. Now, so, so, okay, so... She had this anniversary party. She really wanted Jackie Christie. I'll make this quick. She really wanted Jackie Christie to wear one of her gowns. Jackie wore it. She complained the entire time about wearing it. She created so many problems. She gets to the event. She she sponsored the event with her cognac. And then when she got there, it was a box of the cognac on the floor. And so she got enraged. <laughs> she got triggered. And started drinking the cognac, got pissy drunk, and that's what you saw when she was, like, falling all over those <laughs> yeah. people. Yeah. She ran over that woman. She started an argument oh out God. of nowhere with but the girl that I don't that even woman. like. The girl I talked about, the yeah. nurse, that's who she argued with this week. And I almost felt a tinge of, of of being sorry for her, but I don't. Because, once again, you know why she got in that argument with Jackie? Because she came because back. Because she came, not even because she came no. back. No. When she arrived at the party, 
she opened up a conversation with Jackie about why Jackie was upset with the other angel. That has nothing to do with you. So once you tell Jackie to come over off to the side and let's discuss and well, don't you think Angel should be here right now? And don't you think and start asking those questions about something you have nothing to do with? That's why five minutes later, well, five TV minutes later, which is probably like an hour and 40 minutes later, <laughs> right. Jackie was finna beat our ass. You know what I'm saying? They was, they was friends last week and discussing <laughs> Malaysia and Brandy and all them, and Jackie was introducing her to Tammy and all that, and this week, what do you see? Sunday, get that bitch! Get that bitch, Cause this, Sunday! Because this girl, Angel, she has a track record of getting into somebody's business. Like, I remember she, you guys saying and, that. And she, came, and she came up and she's like, well, I, after me, you know, getting in the goddamn business, she goes, well, maybe we should just talk about it when Angel's here. It's like, bitch, because you done got all the business you, you wanted now. You should have never Jackie, been there. For once in my life, Jackie Christie was right. Jackie said... <laughs> when Jackie was explaining it to her, the girl was like, where are you getting those things from? Jackie was like... I'm saying that. This is how I feel. Yeah, you could tell her patience was getting short. Because the girl kept asking a question. She's like, she's like, so who told you that? She's like, what I'm saying is that I'm pissed off. Like, she's like, I'm telling you, bitch, I'm pissed off. And the girl, after she finally backed out, you think that it's about to be over. Oh, it's just baby, the catalyst Jackie for some Christie. more bullshit. The cattle of cat, the catalyst of cattle is what it was, because <laughs> they bulldog. It looked, it literally looked like the running of the bulls when Jackie she was running out of that. Ran venue. out at that girl and tipped that woman over. It was great television, mind you. Let's dial it back and make it make sense for everyone, right? <laughs> we started the, talking about this show because Asante made reference to Jackie to asking Tammy if she noticed anything funny about her. Because the gown that she had to wear of Angel Princess was like a mermaid style, like that Jackie asked tight for. turtleneck gown that covered her whole body tight. Well we all know Jackie has a big fat, you know, pudgy stomach. Not even oh, pudgy. Really? She's got a loaf. Her her stomach looks like it's like it's like a slab. Like like round. She do have like, a liquor belly. Cold stone creamery belly built. <laughs> the marble ass. slab. The marble slab having a cutting board belly. Deck. Anyway, so like Jackie yeah, Marie Jackie Calendar. Christie. So she, but she had on this tight ass <laughs> dress. So she asked Tammy Roman. If the stomach looks bad, <laughs> Tammy tries to ignore it and act like she doesn't realize what Jackie's asking her. Oh, she was no. like, Tammy, Jackie, Tammy I mean, was like, what? Yeah, Tammy uh, pulled a me. She was trying, but Jackie basically held the sides of her head. So Tammy was like, well, well you, you, you put you it, it out. She's like, she said it. You got to suck it in. She, and like, she said it. She, she said, suck it in. And she's like, I'm trying. She said, it hurts. it out. Yes. <laughs> and which led to basically all of that happened because Jackie got ridiculously drunk. Off her. And caused a horrible scene. It was some of the best reality TV I have seen in quite some time. Everyone's homework. Please go on your on demand. Please go on your cable providers. Please go on whatever you have. If you steal cable, call your cousin Ray Ray and have him come split the wire with the person next door. But do whatever you have to do to watch this last episode of Basketball Wives LA and the last six minutes of that, especially. It was hilarious. I actually would like to shout out to Jackie Christie. If any of you are friends of hers, I want to do a show where I interview people. I want Jackie Christie's cocktails to be a show, like Chloe's Cocktails, where she interviews people <laughs> after getting them wasted off of her liquor because there is something with that fucking massage. Like, They're going to have it at a union hall. Every... <laughs> You know how Chloe was in like everybody, a house. Jackie shit gonna be at the VFW local hall. Stop right there with a deer, with a deer oh and God. state flags on the wall and shit. 
and pictures of old ass white niggas that did. That was the first ones to start that union right there. With Everybody them. always drinks her liquor and gets crazy. Cause the girl Angel the other week was saying she was like, I had a little bit too much of Jackie's cognac and mm. now I'm feeling warm. And then, I ain't even gonna front. I want me some. I you want know, some I don't too mind because they are nowhere. they <laughs> are want, being crazy some. on there. They got Jackie's energy. <laughs> okay, so so are we gonna actually finish the episode or are we gonna do Love Hip Hop Hollywood? Let's do Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. <laughs> Look, oh, it was no. a docket. Okay, fine. We'll just. <laughs> Oh <laughs> we coming for y'all next week with Love Hip Hop Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, we gonna give y'all Love Hip Hop Hollywood next week. I got week. some things because you know say. I do actually want to discuss Nicki Baby. Who's on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood? Uh, right, you know that's opening the door, <laughs> but that's a trigger for us, friend. That's a trigger. <laughs> you, you, about to, you about to trigger us, friend? Do you want me to name one word? I mean, if you could, I mean, go ahead. Okay, so there's Ray J. <laughs> you know, he's trying to marry Princess. Sonya Norwood then made an appearance along Sonya with Brandy. Sonya said, girl, fuck the bullshit. You Wait, ain't going to be no wedding without a prenup. Baby, Sonya Norwood I was at made house. her. <laughs> she, she, she done reappeared on VH1. Because you remember she was on the networks back Sonya when Brandy Sonya Norwood was looked like Martin Luther King a little bit. Like, if you pull oh her hair God. off her face, no. she literally looks like Martin Luther King. <laughs> She should play Annalise Keating next season. She should play Martin Luther King. So, so what's the question? <laughs> can you imagine her doing the "I Have a Dream" speech, Sonya Norwood? So now that Dustin I has ruined the rest a of our reality wrap up, and Fran ain't gonna I let have us a do dream. <laughs> and my fly. dream is that one day, every man. Go ahead. <laughs> That's Sonya Norwood's dream. Go ahead. I have. I done forgot the goddamn icebreaker now. We done did so much of this. Well, no, we that was the icebreaker. Oh, yeah, we did do the icebreaker <laughs> in Lula. That was the wild card. you know we have listeners who appreciate the reality wrap-up. Right, that was the wild card for y'all. So that was for y'all this week. Now we're going to get into the questions. <laughs> Don't forget to hit us up. <laughs> the email is still the same. It's never going to change, hopefully. It's the friend zone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. Don't forget to send in questions, comments, concerns. Uh, did you Nick- just catch a cold? Yeah, you hear it in there, right? Right. I'm That's talking, I'm like, like, whoa. You ain't friends. <laughs> uh, yes, so we are going to get it started with this first question titled in the subject, Too Damn Far. Oh, boy. <laughs> Hello. I love you all, and I do not feel comfortable asking for advice from anyone around me because I don't like people in my relationship business as they tend to throw, in, to throw things in your face later on. That's you can, real. You can refer to me as Patty LaBelle. Wow. Anyway, here's my problem. My boyfriend and I have been together officially for about three years. Prior to us being officially in a relationship, we were just friends for over six years. He's a great guy, honestly. Outside of the few irritating habits that we all have, he's a great guy. Well, this weekend we've been arguing about stupid shit nonstop. In the middle of the last argument, he says, You were sucking and fucking every nigga's dick. And then says, You're a rat. What the? Mad emoji. (laughs) My first instinct was to kill this motherfucker. No, really. After the initial shock wore off, I thought about breaking something across his head. Not only is this shit not true, but it ain't true. I can deal with the things that are mean being said during an argument. I'm not sensitive and can toss a few good words back. But this, it's beyond unsettling. While we were friends, I disclosed things to him openly. Normal scenarios of a young woman dating. For him to take any of these things and throw them back in my face, I fucking can't. So it is true. I'm this close to asking him <laughs> right? to pack up his shit and leave. Knowing that this is some shit some shit somebody thinks about you, how do you move past this? 
Shum, some shit, shum, some shit there's no coming back from. And on a petty note, I could have gotten very petty LaBelle on his ass and brought up all sorts of shit. But I know there are, are limits to things. Clearly, this bitch, this bitch does not. As of right now, I'm quiet, calm, and ready to end this shit. I love my boyfriend to death. I truly do. But right now, I hate this bitch. Am I being ridiculous <laughs> or no? <nah>? Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Spectrum. I, I feel like, um, <clears throat> you know, for me, I'm just going to say it, and I'm, I just see it's what it is. It's certain things, like, it's certain ways you just shouldn't talk to me, period. Like, if we're like, supposed to be kicking no it, like that. turning back. Mm-mm. Like, I don't feel like you should even have those kind of feelings toward me, even when you're upset. And I've actually found, like, that to be challenging because a lot of people don't feel the same way. Some people feel like it's okay to excuse things in a moment of anger or whatever, but just for me, like, on a a personal note... On a personal note. 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 For me... I don't like that. Don't don't disrespect me on any level, really. But when you start saying things like that and like like bringing up things that you know are hurtful to me or calling me names and stuff, that's a little bit too much me and you, and that becomes like street. <laughs> that's that's that that becomes street shit. So like, just don't play me like that. When I get upset with somebody that I love or care about, I don't deal with them the same way that I would deal with and say the same things to them that I would say to somebody that I get into an argument as you know on the, on the street. street with. Yeah. So there's just a difference, and that's not funny. It's not cute. Like, don't even think it's okay to talk to me like that or to feel that way about me if we're supposed to be kicking it. But that's just me, and everybody don't see shit my way. I agree. I actually, and I don't, I'm, this might be an unpopular opinion, but I feel that what someone says to you in anger is how they really feel. Mm-hmm. And they just never had the ability to say it straight out. And they just got pushed to say it. Because you can't, like, I've when I've been angry and said something, I'm not going to make something up to get you mad. It's usually something that I already felt and maybe, you know, it was fucked up to say and I just didn't. And then now you just pushed me to that point. And same thing with people who have been mad at me when they've snapped the things that that they said. I'm like, okay, well, that's how you really feel. You and know I what I mean? Forget. And I won't forget that. And I I can't undo that. I can't unhear it. I can't unremember it. So I think Just I don't play know. It back over and over. Yeah, and, over and again. I have one of those minds. I have a fucking replay ass mind that when okay, you traumatize me. <laughs> <laughs> like I replay things over and over to the point that I can't even look at you the same. Yeah. It'll be hard. I'm the same way. Friend. Yeah. So I think it'd be a disservice to the both of you to front like you're not going to do that unless you genuinely can. Some people can. I know people that I've been able to overlook a lot of crazy shit. Like that couple outside of your apartment, Asante. I love that them. fist fighting. They are yeah, so funny. Yeah, some people talk like that. I Shout like. I have cousins that's in their relationships i've seen them say the craziest shit but they almost get along for doing it. that yeah I, like, I, like, that just don't work for me We're yeah not like that shit and then they'll be like that's just how we talk is we both crazy as fuck like some people find yeah. that f- cool 
And that's what how did they he get say? What did their neighbor say to his girlfriend at night? Talking about something. leave me alone so I can go out <laughs> yeah. and give me a real bitch. <laughs> one night. <laughs> one one night. night. I wish you would stop fucking with me so I can leave your ass and go out and get me a real bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, they be going. Oh. One night we was in a But I bet you they love each other. Yo, I, I love, <laughs> honestly, I love them for it. Fran, the I way that they be out, out there. Do you hear me? They be out there ethering each other. Like, <laughs> he, ethering he said each other. I've seen it so many. I said, that's, he didn't pull one of my lines. <laughs> that's some shit I would have said. Like. I'm telling you. You out here fucking dirty bitches and then trying to fuck me. Ooh, I was like, God, Man, me and Asante damn. was... Die. Y'all were just by the window listening to this. Literally crouching <laughs> they were by tiger, crouching Dustin, hitting the Sante. We was in and that I, window, ears peeled. It definitely was that, exactly Ooh. that. I die on your Snapchat when you have the screen is black. black when it just <laughs> and then it'll just say the time. It'll be like 4.43 in the morning. And you hear, fuck it, bitch. Don't yeah. you ever. Yep. <laughs> How do you tell? I know I don't mean to harp Hashtag Asante Chronicles. Please. <laughs> How do you tell your girlfriend that, window. Like, how do you say <laughs> that it. to somebody? I wish you would leave me alone so I could go somewhere and, and get a real, real bitch. <laughs> Yo, but I know plenty couples that they thrive off of that toxic shit because they think it's real. They think it's real. <laughs> Not me. You talk to me like that one time and I'm going to look at you and walk I, I, out. My feelings will get hurt. And so I won't I I'm won't recover from it. that. Same. I'm not yeah. in a relationship. I'm not built to be. Because then I'm going to start doing it back. And once right. I do that, I don't have nothing else for you because I'm treating you like I don't care about you because I don't. So. And once, I lo- once you do something that makes me lose my respect for you, mm-hmm. I can't be in a relationship with you. Me either. Because I, I don't view you as a man anymore. Now you're a child that doesn't know how to communicate. And oh. that's a problem. <laughs> and I'm not going to forget what you said to me. And I'll make you, I'll make you feel bad. For real. I know you would. Like, Dustin. for real. <laughs> so, I would like, be scared. so, like, I would be like, scared to trigger Dustin uh-uh. that way. And that, that, but that, but again, <laughs> that's because that's not fair. Like, it's not right to mistreat a person like that. I would never, anybody that Especially I Especially if they don't loved, talk to you like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I would never. I would ever. never talk to someone mm-hmm. like that. Never. I can honestly say, and I can say that and mean it, I have never in my life yelled at someone. I can't say that. Never. I was about to say, I don't... There's no boyfriend that can say that you know I went what? off on them and cursed them the oh, fuck out. Oh, I can out. say that. Like, I've never I've done never that. I've never done that. Because you just can't bring that out of me. It's no, just I didn't not check. I no, didn't yeah, check. I'll check you, but I'm not going to be I, like, you're motherfucking you like... I will. Yeah. The one thing so I do I need to real, change... Man. <laughs> you know what I need to change? Like, and I know this is wrong, right? I need to change. I will tell you to shut the fuck up. <gasps> I'll tell you like shut that shit shut the fuck up you know, you know exactly that's, what to me that's that. the most disrespectful so shit that. if someone like for, told me like, that I would just you, they'd never hear from me again see, ever, and that's the ever. thing like, I, like and I need to stop doing that even playing like, when they I've wrong, had people tell me that just playing like mm-hmm. shut the fuck up and I'll be like what? I'm about to okay, okay. I'm about, you'd be like I'm forever. about to forever <laughs> 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 Okay. You got what you wished for. <laughs> I need to stop doing that. Like, I and I and I know that, so I'm, I'm I'm really working on that. But it's different personality types. I think that it is because I don't ever start nothing, and so once Same I done maxed out, and you you talking that shit because I don't argue with like in relationships. I don't do that arguing shit. I'll no. be like whatever. <laughs> Like, I don't even care. I'm not about to argue with you. Same I'll here. call I, you, I friend, said, and I tell said. you the things that I would have liked saying. 
So, but but I will tell your ass to shut the fuck up. Shit. Especially when I know you wrong anyway. Shut that shit. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Don't ever talk to me like that. You know what I'm saying? I will do that. Oh, my God. Oh my God I but it'd be a natural reaction. You know what I'm saying? Like what they did in the first. It's not like I'm just telling them that because that would I'm make trying my to eyes silence water them. You know? Immediately. Like, yeah, I'm saying. grabbing my keys and I'm leaving. <laughs> That's what shut the fuck up means to me. Shut the fuck up. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> For real, man. Like sometimes you know like that you meme of the boy picking up his bag <laughs> on the bench. That's me. Yeah. Tracy Braxton getting that purse and oh, leave. That's literally me. Well, okay. you know shit. Sometimes like <laughs> it be you know. I didn't start this. I don't want to argue anyway. You lying anyway. You know what I'm saying? I didn't do what you're saying I did, and now I've proven my innocence. Yeah, Shut that's, the I fuck guess that's up. where I like, missed, where I missed something. He, she didn't do what he's saying she did. She's saying, she said she did. She though. said, not only is this shit not true, but it ain't true. And then she says later, um, while we were friends, I disclosed things to him openly, normal scenarios of a young woman dating. For him to take any of oh, these so things and throw them back in my face, I fucking can't. Insecure. Okay, got it. Well, that's even worse. The communication sucks between the two of y'all. But man. she needs to thank God for all the signs that he has bestowed upon her. Absolutely. Preach. Absolutely. And run like them girls that, that won the Olympics. I seen a video clip of them, <laughs> of them black girls shout from out, the USA team. <laughs> they was running so fast. I, <laughs> I sent it to my brother like, nigga, look how fast. <laughs> <laughs> they they look like literally they were electric. Look, <laughs> they it, did. it needs I to be her. Guy. Shout out to CeeLo who told y'all to <laughs> run, think it's run, okay. away, run, run away. What like, do you think, Asante? I think that the communication is poor between the two of you. You have been friends long enough. You can try to resolve this and sit and talk and have another argument if you would like. Or you can pick that purse up. Get <laughs> a ride on Jack and Jill and stroll right Pull on out of his life. out of it. Do yeah. whatever you need to do. And, and just be moving on. Maya talk, like, for real. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Listen. Move on. Cash money and... um. <laughs> You know, shout out to the big timers who were very prophetic too in their old works. But they had they a song about y'all. this. They said, "Everybody get your roll on." <laughs> okay, everybody get your motherfucking roll on. You need to roll like the episode of Martin when Pam was like, "Gina, we better roll. It's time to roll." Sometime. Like that episode of the Friend Zone. Your hips better roll. <laughs> Your okay. hips better. So hopefully you found that helpful. Hopefully. <laughs> like I said, the communication sucks, girl. So you can argue that one more time, try to duke it out, or you can just go ahead and move on. Leave and tell him like Whitley Mama. Die! Just die! <laughs> okay, he already thinks you're a rat, girl. Yeah, he yeah, called you a rat. That's heavy. A rat? What? Where's he getting this he, from? He's been watching too much fucking Mob Wives. <laughs> you're a rat! <laughs> I hope you said it. I came from your mama's house. So <laughs> That's the only place I didn't hear someone but say like, rat. Who calls people rat? I'm telling you, he was watching Mob Wives. <laughs> it's the only place they he call somebody rat. <laughs> <laughs> You're out here with these fellas and things. Get out of here, you I stinking rat. So like, who says that shit? Get out. <laughs> so the last thing for this episode <laughs> is this week's Black Business. I wanted to shout out... K-Lux Cosmetics. That's K-A-Y-L-U-X Cosmetics. This is an independent Black-owned brand owned by a beautiful Black woman by the name of Kayla Will. At least that's her name on Twitter. 
And it's it's based on it's Pow. a vacation body highlighter that I actually used on my skin. It's oil based, sweet almond oil, jojoba, rosehip, argan, vitamin ooh, E. Ooh. It's cruelty free, it's got so all the good oils. All in the there. good oils. And then it has, like, a beautiful sparkle to it. And I actually had it on for Afropunk all weekend. And everyone was like, girl, you are glowing. And, you know, partially it was because I was. (laughs) Don't get it twisted. (laughs) That's nature. (laughs) So nurture that. And now for nurture, (laughs) K-Lux Cosmetics. (laughs) Thank you so much for the boost the vacation body highlighter on her site that's kluxcosmetics.com I think it's just a cool little fun to add to your healthy beauty arsenal you know because it's it's playful people were looking at my skin like that is so pretty because it's not like the old school sparkles we used to use when we used to go to the club where you'd be like straight glitter sequins on your skin this is like a really subtle shine and it just you know, you have like a, I guess like the makeup girls when they put the highlighter on their cheekbones, you know, that it just catches the natural light. It just gives your skin like a nice reflection. And it's beautiful. It's a beautiful bronze color. So looks really beautiful on our skin. Last couple of weeks of summer, maybe you're going to be going on vacation. It's just a nice touch. So definitely support her. She's awesome. She's beautiful. She's grinding, creating these products. I noticed she has a lot of makeup stuff, too, for you makeup glam dolls. She's coming out with a swimsuit line. Mm. So let's support these beautiful okay. women that are out here creating. Right? I love it. I think it's awesome. So definitely check, check her out. Once again, kluxcosmetics.com. And as always, I will have that link for you underneath the SoundCloud as well as on the friend zone Twitter. Let me do the drop for <clears throat> Kalux Cosmetics. That's here at the friend zone. <laughs> Did y'all hear about Carly Red speaking of black businesses? <laughs> Real shit. Like she's coming out with a line of nicotine gum. <laughs> for Carly Red, she's coming out with a line of nicotine gum. Well, folks, with that said, does I'm anybody else have some? I was not even about to I do really it. sat here like, really? <laughs> Can't you see Kylie Red? Nicorette. <laughs> because <Hold on. laughs> sometimes you just ain't got time for a cigarette. Come get your new Carly Red Chloroseptic Nicorette. Okay. Gum chiclets. Every cigarette like, don't have to be smoked. I did research, okay? So the new Nicorette Chloroseptic Gum Chiclets. Jesus. Like, you, know, you know, she goes, these have 13.7%. Okay. Surgeon General's warning. Okay. And there's a little okay. alcohol in it, too. So it gets you a little nice. You know how it's a little bit of alcohol? Don't forget. Shit. People be like, it's liquor in there. It's like, no, that's not what that means. Carly Red's Nicorette Gum. Chew me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Carly y'all. Red's Nicorette Gum. Bite me. <laughs> <laughs> so we had two black businesses <laughs> make sure you screenshot those orders of the gum when you purchased it no you didn't people you know there are going to be some people that really go look it up <laughs> they're going to tweet us like I couldn't find make it make sure y'all tweet everybody tweet at Kylie Red and ask her when her <laughs> no, Nicorette gum <laughs> she got me blocked so I don't care <laughs> Shit. tweet Kylie Red to ask her when Damn, her Nicorette gum so you ain't gum never going to get signed to Red Entertainment <laughs> no <laughs> Oh. <laughs> okay, does anybody have any church announcements as awesome August comes to a close? Right? No, just send me good vibes. My mm-hmm. the first city of my wellness pop-up is this Saturday. It's the New York leg. <laughs> right. So we have plenty cities to come, but you know, this is gonna be 
our test group, we did the retreat in DR, and that was amazing. But like I said, I know not everyone has the funds to travel abroad and can take off from work for like a week. So we want to cater to those who can't do that. Make sure that you feel like you can access the resources we provide. So Saturday is the first one in Brooklyn. I'm so excited. I'm so and happy for you, friend. Thank you. And it's a, it's a beautiful happy. thing and the energy. I actually met a lot of the girls that are coming at Afropunk, which is exciting because oh, nice. I got to put faces and vibes and energy to their names. So it's going to be a good time. I'm excited to keep pushing this wellness to the masses because we all need it myself we included do. we're all connected so let's get that going that's it for me anything else for you guys Dustin I just want to give a shout out to Selena Johnson and the yes. staff at the yes. Saturday night I had a great time um, hosting her show looking forward to many more hosting opportunities I'm available if anybody's interested serious meow, inquiries meow, meow. only okay. weekend rates vary um, <laughs> and you know that's it like that stay tuned Hey. Well, as we enter Slay Timber, I just wanted to leave you all that. with a good little note. Send out as many positive vibes as you can. If you don't get them back tomorrow or the next day, they will come back to you. Because okay? new month, new blessings. New month, new blessings, okay? Started right. August off abroad. Maybe I'll start September off with abroad. No, I'm right. talking about <laughs> one woman, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I went abroad. And I ain't talking about one woman. Okay. <laughs> Let's go and get guys. up out of here. Stay black and protect your match. are true We're overwhelming power the sauce of destiny yes the most legendary sauce has arrived as mcdonald's transforms into the anime world of wickdonald's the greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili wickdonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries and sprite ultra powerful unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at wickdonald's ba-da-ba-ba-ba go and participate in mcdonald's for a limited time while supplies last